0: Hello and welcome to Monster Island Radio, a show where we discuss one of our favourite movie franchises, Godzilla. Each episode we pick a movie from the series and talk about the highlights, lowlights and everything in between, and why Godzilla is one of our favourite monsters. thought, you know, what better way to start off the inaugural show than by butchering a masterpiece? <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> I read an interesting thing about the theme, about how it actually wasn't composed to be, like, for Godzilla. Oh, really? It's supposed to represent the Japanese Defence Force army. Um, and in the movie, the first Godzilla, which I watched today, oh, they never you... pair it with Godzilla. It's always paired with the army. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's actually not... It didn't become the Godzilla theme until like later on, but yeah, facts like this and many others will be covered.
0: I'm sure they will on be on the podcast. That is interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um, it was a bit of a painter remix, so to speak, because uh, the time signature as well is all over the place. <laughs> like, you know, you normally got dum 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 dum, yeah, four bars, four beats, blah blah blah. But no. I couldn't even figure it out. I had to chop it up. And that's what I mean. I actually butchered it. No, it's it like, if, anyone, if anyone remembers the tune <laughs> with any kind of degree. They'll be appalled by that. It was terrible. I liked it. Oh, that's good. I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, so, to start off with, I'm Ben. I'm Graham. And uh, today's movie, we well, we may as well cover the most recent. We'll, we'll work back from the most recent. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
1: came out how many weeks ago now? At the time it's of this a recording? Cou- a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so, so it's been out long enough that people who have seen it, and we're going to Discuss it in depth and spoil it, and just kind of give a real like overview of the whole movie and what we thought as long-term Godzilla fans.
0: And speaking of overview of the movie, trying to make an overview of this movie is like it's more harder than I thought. I was trying to keep it to a couple of sentences. Hmm. Only managed to get it. I managed to get it down to three. Let's let's give this a go. Right. So, see if I'm missing anything here. Anything important? <laughs> okay. Monarch. we all know who Monica. They use the orca, developed by a scientist and her ex-husband, to communicate with the Titans. An eco-terrorist group kidnap the scientist and the device and use it to awaken the Titans and let them rule the Earth where they belong. Things start to go awry, and Monarch tried to get the device back and help Godzilla to stop the newly awakened King Ghidorah from wreaking havoc. Yeah, basically. That's as succinct as I could get it. Because there's there's more to it than that. Is there? There is, because there's... Well, we didn't even it's only mentioned two two kaiju in there for a start.
1: I suppose that's that's true. Um, but I feel like the movie both is and isn't like multiple storylines. They set up a lot of stuff early on. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of ideas here and I don't think any one of them really reaches the surface. Mm. You could there's like two or three solid Godzilla movies in here. But because they don't pick a path, they they kind of miss each one. But yeah. yeah, at the core, there's a device that talks to monsters. Yeah. Some people want to talk to, to the monsters for good, some people want to talk to the monsters for bad. Either way, monsters come out and have a big fight. In a way, I thought <laughs> it,
0: it's, yeah, it's true. I thought it was interesting the fact they were all doing it for, they felt were good reasons. So like, mm. none of them were actually kind of bad reasons. So the eco-terrorist was just trying to make Earth what it was supposed to be, right. which I think is inherently a good thing. But well, they're still the villain. Yeah,
1: the strength of this movie if we get right into it, is that they the Godzilla concept as a whole, over the whole franchise, they've always had to kind of come up with some superfluous human drama so that monsters can fight. This is the disease that plagues the entire Godzilla existence. But, you know, this has to happen, apparently. But the way they've tried to modernise it in this movie is quite interesting, at the very least, because they've used ideologies, and ideologies is big in... Modern movies and it's it's kind of big in action movies.
0: I'd say it's always been a big thing since the start of Godzilla. Really, really, yeah, absolutely. Like in a way, it's always been politically driven.
1: People have always wanted to kill Godzilla or study Godzilla. Yeah, there's always always been been
0: a thing. thing. He's sort of almost like a plot device Mm. for political drama or human drama, which is quite strange because so many people, us included, watch it to see Godzilla.
1: I guess I'm thinking of you know? it. Well, those Godzilla movies you're talking about are largely the Japanese ones. Absolutely. If we think about Godzilla in the American sense, there isn't much to compare it to. But the only mm. major time they've done it, aside from the 2014 Godzilla, was the 98 Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. And there's no ideology to be seen. Oh, there. absolutely. Which and is... the way I think about this in terms of like a modern Godzilla movie is that because it does that dark night thing, where it's mm. like there's ideologies. Like if you think about Batman and the Joker the whole thing of them having opposing like ideologies has kind of tempered a lot of movies ever since mm. it's all runs through like the marvel mcu thing mm. and the other like big action movies have tried that um, and it's That's a like way a of trying edge. To, yeah it's sort of like a it's an easy way to it make is, your movie yeah. feel like mature and grown up without, without actually really doing anything. Yeah. But it but they get it almost right in this film I was kind of on board because you're right like oh you know they they're doing like an eco thing They want Godzilla to be, like, this eco-warrior, and that's interesting, but then it's almost like that's the villain's point of view, so it makes them kind of interesting, but I still didn't feel it it really worked. The idea works, but the execution, no.
0: Yeah. I mean, to uh, to start off with, I'm going to say, like, I did really enjoy it. Right. I I, I feel like I got my money's worth, came away smiling. Like, I was smiling the entire time, Mm. despite very obvious and big flaws with this film.
1: Yeah. I suppose with any Godzilla it's like, you want to, you always kind of have to make a compromise that it's, if I was going to go watch the perfect Godzilla movie, I'd say just have a a nonsense story and then the last half hour I want uncut action, Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that rarely happens, if ever, it's never happened really, especially not in the Mm -hmm. Hollywood ones. But um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, um, because I thought it was kind of like, really good until the last 20 minutes. Interesting. And then... Yeah, I didn't like the end, and that kind of kind of spoiled the part of I had enjoyed previously. Okay, because it builds really well. Like, they do develop these characters, um, and I'm on board with all of it, even with the silly stuff. Um,
0: That's the thing, like with the kind of silly stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it was silly. Yeah, but it never felt out of place to me. So you got no. four four massive kaiju facing off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: plus the other four new ones. Well, one of them's not new, but
1: well, the ones that just have cameos, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, And it never felt too wacky. Like, even with, like, the whole mysticism of Mothra, the underwater civilization and all that stuff. It all felt like it actually belonged, Mm. which I think they managed to get the tone of the movie right. Because when when it kind of kicked off, um, you could tell the tone was totally different from 2014 Godzilla. Ish. And I... Well, because it was more, it was more sort of like, oh, here's our advanced sci-fi mm, tech. That's with this... true. But all this kind of stuff. And Because there okay. were some
1: things that were definitely similar. There are plenty of more things which aren't, though, so you're yeah. right, yeah.
0: So that, that kind of stuff, like, that, I think they had to set the tone that way. Fair enough. And in order for all that kind of weird stuff to work, um, having a more grounded view on it, I don't think would have, it would have, I think it would have just come across too crazy.
1: Well, let me clarify what I mean by silly stuff, then. Okay. Um... The the talk the Orca device, which is this kind of sonic computer thing that can talk to monsters, I don't find that to be silly. I think that's a good progression of the series. Now
0: I think because that's come up before Fair enough, in yeah. the Return of Godzilla, mm-hmm. uh, where sort of they had this device to lure him somewhere, right? Because they real they saw him following Turn. seagulls, and they were like, "Oh, he's attracted to the to the, the sound, sound of the girls."
1: Godzilla vs. King Kong as well, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe. It's, been, it's been a couple of years since I saw it. I think that's a sound <laughs> thing at some point. But um, I didn't find that to be silly because it kind of progresses the narrative and gives you another step in like how you, how you tell a Godzilla story. So that was a good progression. Mm. But silly things is like, you've got the Millie Bobby Brown character, Maddie, mm-hmm. the little girl. She is along for the ride every step of the way. And I honestly don't mind because I'm just like on board with the movie. But yeah. it's so... That's that's easily one of the most unrealistic things. Even with monsters like the size of like thunderstorms. So you're talking of kind of the
0: human level of things. But yeah, because it's like silly?
1: you have to accept, especially as an adult viewer, that she would not be there. Uh, and it's just like her kind of being like one of the main characters is just a little bit nonsensical. And there were a li- there were other things like that where it was just like, does this really? Like makes sense, and 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 I'm willing to forgive all of it because I was enjoying the film. Yeah. And when I say that the ending of it spoiled it for me, it was because they actually do have a really fantastic action sequence at the end, but it's ruined by bad editing. Like the you kind of get into the fight scene, you're seeing like King. Ghadora We're just and... jumping
0: straight into the negatives here. Well, Should I we s- get all the negatives out of the way? Yeah, I just want to get let's, this Let's out. do this out. Okay, let's go.
1: You're seeing Cause... these these <laughs> monsters go at each
0: other. Is this when they first get to Boston? This is the like, Boston bit. So Ghidorah, Godzilla. Here them. we are, we're in Boston. Yeah. It's kicking off. They clash, the plane comes yeah. down, covers the scene. Yeah, this You're is exactly the thing. That's the problem, the with, problem the... with 2014. Exactly.
1: That was the Gareth Edwards problem. I think Gareth Edwards is a great director, but that yeah. that twenty fourteen movie was an absolute nightmare for throwing the bucket of cold water on you. Absolutely. And, and this movie does it to a lesser extent, but it's just as bad because the action in this film is arguably a lot better, but mm. the moment you get going, they show you a few shots, and it's like, yeah, this is exactly right. The effects are amazing, but they just cut away too much. And I don't there mind is too much of that. I don't mind the human drama. The human drama was fairly good in this movie. I liked the characters. I thought
0: I felt totally differently in this one. You didn't like the human drama at Not all. Not at all. Like I couldn't give less of a shit when I saw um, um, Eleven. Oh um, Bobby Brown.
1: She's called Maddie. Maddie. When movie. I saw.
0: Yeah. When I saw Maddie in the Stranger uh, bathtub, yeah. Stranger Things girl in the bathtub. There's two fucking huge kaiju behind you fighting. Yeah. And we're looking at a girl in the bathtub, hoping she's okay. Mm. And like, for me, because I I didn't I didn't care. I did not care about them at all. I was like. Well, Pull me back to the fight.
1: All of that is a problem, because the thing with the effects is that the kaijus and like all the fights look great, but especially in that last fight, when they composite in the people on the street level next to the fight, it doesn't look great. It looks like they've really struggled to put these two things together, and just mm. on a base level, you can't intercut, you can't composite these human characters, good or bad, with this fight. You need to, need to wrap up one story yeah. and then show... The fight, either before or after. Yeah. I don't mind any... All the human stuff that happened was absolutely fine. I was like, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I don't particularly care about it, but I was enjoying it, and it's it's, it's not offensive. It was standard Hollywood fare. Yeah, it wasn't too stupid. It was just like, okay, but I don't want you getting in the way of the fight because at the end of the day, no person, big fan or casual or off the street, is going to pay to see Godzilla... Unless they want to see that fight. And I'm only asking for like three or four minutes of uncut action, which yeah. is basically what they had. Yeah. They just cut away from it too yeah. much. So that's the thing. is If we're going to just say, did you like the movie or not? For me, the answer is no. Because they have it. They absolutely yeah. have it. And then they cut away. But clearly you liked it more than I did. Because yeah. when I saw this movie, it was Ben's second viewing of it. Yeah. So you should probably tell me some more about what you did like.
0: I f- I'm still feeling in a complainy mood. Yeah. <laughs> Like that dad The dad Like this Honestly deadbeat dad Basically just jumped ship And was like I'm gonna live in the woods This you know Paint by numbers Grizzled Middle aged Problem with drinking
1: Mm, Dad You think a bit cliched Oh absolutely And like Do you dislike him as a character though Oh yeah
0: I do And that that was kind of Off-putting for me Yeah Which is annoying Because like the rest of it I was enjoying so much But him Their little drama over Skype (laughs) And I was like No one No one cares so that's that rant over. Okay. As much as I've complained about certain things, similarly to you, it's like I still really enjoyed it. It's that stuff is it becomes extra frustrating because I enjoyed the rest of it so much.
1: Well, that's the thing is I was, and
0: it's it's such a letdown to have like those those like like you said actually silly mm. things. Yeah, it's not like about... so I suppose for you it detracted more than it did for me. Like, I find I, them extra frustrating, yeah. but not to the point where I feel like I've not enjoyed myself.
1: Mm. Well, that's the thing I did enjoy myself, but it's funny how you can unenjoy yourself. Mm. Cuz I was really like this is good. I've got confidence in the movie. They're going, they're going to give me that that yep. short but sweet, really satisfying action. It always movie. feels like
0: it's going to come up in the next movie, I feel. <gasps> Cuz it's like, okay, right, we didn't get it in, quite in 2014. It was yeah. good, but the next one's going to be bigger. Here we ever- go. And then it comes and it's like Oh you almost had it. Yeah. It's going to be in the They're next one. It was a slide. bit
1: closer. Godzilla versus Muto is in 2014 was such a great fight but it just was too well, short. End. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Was short it was too short and it was it was incredible. That's his only crime is it's too short. The mm. whole thing where he like opens the mouth and like blows fire down it's throat. it's That's... like I'm living for this. Yeah. Um and yeah, I just had such confidence in this film that despite like silly human drama and some, you know, little other things I didn't like, just like lines here or there or, you know, pacing stuff, I was willing to forgive it all. If they had that five-minute uncut Godzilla versus Ghidorah scene, yeah. and it doesn't exist uncut, it exists no. in a highly edited form. We'll have to wait for a fan edit. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a shame. Even though yeah. the fights are lacking, every time you, when you see Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla, like the first, they do a really good job of showing you like like, a really nice hero shot, for lack of a better word. You get, like, a great introduction of all of those monster characters. And it's obvious that the director, Michael Doherty, yeah. he's on record as of being a big Godzilla fan. I think he really targeted that classic poster look that's been popular in the Japanese movies for mm-hmm. decades. And yeah. he was like, I want the movie to look like that. Yeah. And it does. I want
0: four of these beasts. And it's just like, yeah, it, yeah.
1: It, 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 that, that is really well realised.
0: I think Doherty really did all four of the main Kaiju, Justice. It's, like, yeah. they were such strong representations. They actually felt like characters, like they did in the old ones. Exactly, like, yeah. Where it's almost... In the old ones, they were kind of almost cartoony mm-hmm. in some of them. Um, but, you know, to kind of convey their characters. And they never came across cartoony, no. but you still got a sense of who each of them were. So, I mean, you got Mothra, like Queen of the Monsters. Like, you could tell she was kind of... Uh, I don't know how to describe her. She's like the medic.
1: Of, well, she's righteous, When she comes in to attack, when they give her her big hero shot where she does the dive and Rodan actually comes in and gets her, like there's a lot of personality in there. Because it's effectively just an insect, a giant insect. It's like, well, what personality can you invest in that? But because the story has built to a moment where it's like, she's coming in to help Godzilla and you know that she's on Godzilla's side... There's personality in that, mm. and and yeah, kind of like healing abilities, all of that, yeah. kind of just immu- just her as a, a actual character, yeah. and the same way with um, Ghidorah and the, the three heads thing, you really get the idea that the three heads kind of have a symbiotic but kind of relationship yeah, like they're
0: like they're little brothers, yeah, and yeah, that's exactly. really good,
1: and that was in the kind of costumed version of Ghidorah, but it's it's easier to show with the more th- free movement of the heads. Mm. Uh, I love. Kaido's personality. I've always like, same like, really, like it, that menacing kind. Because people thing.
0: Keep, they do say to me like, "Why do you like him?" i was like, "Cause he's such an asshole." Yeah, like yeah. when you see him, you know, like shit's going down, it's the and sound, he's just going to be awful, an um, absolutely awful person. It's, person, it's, kaiju. <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it's the way they animate the fights too, and this is yeah. also true of the old movies as well. But the, uh, each of these kaiju monsters has a fighting style. Yeah. So like Godzilla's like he's close up. He's like a boxer. He's mm-hmm. like in your face. He always wants to be pounding with his fists and all that stuff. But Ghidorah's a little bit more underhanded, a bit more nasty. He's snaky. And because there's three heads, it's almost like three on one. Yeah. So he can attack Godzilla from three directions at once, and that is personality. And he's fighting dirty. So yeah, he's I always like the dirty dirt. fighter. Exactly. So I like Ghidorah for that, and they really do it. And to to an extent, Rodan has a bit of that as well in this movie.
0: He's he's always been flaky. He's yeah. like, whose side am I on? Whoever's winning. That's that's his thing. Right. That's how I've always felt about Rodan. I like him. I think he's a cool character, uh, but he's always been a bit sort of like. Eh,
1: in you know, retrospect, retry, retry, that I the, go? because the final scene was a bit of a letdown for me personally, I would say that, that the Rodan scene where he flies up the volcano is probably the strongest action scene in, in the film. Yeah. Because when he's when he's against the jets, the choreography of the jets in the air is that, really good.
0: Didn't you find that confusing? I was like, why are you shooting this dude?
1: I think if you were in a like, jet... No, because <laughs> they, they weren't trying to take him down. What are they doing then? I Remind think him.
0: they were trying to lure him over to Ghidorah, but he was heading that way anyway. So it's like, well, why they, are you shooting him? Maybe that is a factor. I was just like, you're just bullying movie. him now. Right. Like, you know, I think he's already his self-esteem's already low. Maybe they're don't, trying... <laughs> don't do that to him.
1: I think, actually, now you, I, I don't remember this clearly, clearly. I don't have a memory of it, but m- I think they might be trying to distract him from the larger plane, because... Uh, Monarch have this like fucking Kaiju sized plane now, apparently. This which I'm like, fine with
0: overly funded secret organization which has military on board, or are they military? But I, like, think... I mean, I went along with it for the yeah. ride. But if we really yeah. kind of get down to it, mm. how is it happening? Well,
1: what, what I'm saying about the jets is, I think the jets are trying to distract Rodan from that plane, which is carrying all of Monarch away from them, him. At that Why point.
0: didn't they just fly the other way?
1: It wouldn't be enough to distract him. They're too small. They want to, you know, annoy him and. I don't. If that's I don't the case. know. I'm just thinking. See, like, maybe. The but fact
0: it wasn't clear, but it made for a good scene. It and it's true. I,
1: we're just coming at it from different directions. Because as, <laughs> as a fan, I'm just like, I don't care why the action is happening. In other movies, I really do. I'm really. I'm a stickler for plot and making sense and plot holes. I'm already kind that, of. this is but it, this Not is with com- Godzilla.
0: This is now nah, that's the thing I struggle with. Like people are like, oh yeah, turn off your brain. i was like, well, I don't always want to.
1: You only want. You don't want to all the way. You just want to have fun. So you want to be thinking like it's yeah. So I, yeah. when
0: I was sitting there going, why are they shooting him?
1: Then you're not having fun. I wasn't having fun. <laughs> That's at that absolutely point. fair enough. So yeah, it just seemed
0: it seemed kind of weird.
1: Mm. I have to say, especially um, Bradley Whitford as the kind of like nerdy guy. He was the oh the grey hair. Yeah, grey haired He's got glasses. He's like the kind of always making like little quippy remarks. Uh, he's no. the closest thing to comic relief. But he sold the movie for me. Really? Oh, I found it's quite tiring. The reason it works in this film, I think, is because I can tell that on an actor level. The, the material he's been given, it, whether it's strong or not, he's making it work. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So they've really done something. So some when good he's having to there. say
0: Zilla after yeah. someone says God, he's the only guy actually being able to sell it. Yeah. yeah. Basically.
1: So it's good casting, writing hit neither here nor there, as an in universe character who's like, how would people act when Godzilla was around? Well, if you're going to do this kind of popcorn, family friendly Godzilla yeah. movie and have a character who's just going to lighten the load a bit. He does it really, really well. So I liked the incidental characters like that. Similarly, there was um, the Colonel. I can't remember what the actor's name was. What's it here?
0: The Colonel of
1: the the military leader of Monarch.
0: Um. um oh wait. So is she military or is she? That's a separate. That this is. Yeah. A, I was. I was confused. About it. I was like, oh, I thought Monarch weren't military.
1: Well, I don't know. if' but they're a the military faction, I guess. Yeah. But either way, what I mean is that. They had an actress there who really sold that role. Yeah, there she was... she's very good. I've seen yeah. her
0: in other things. Um, she was in an episode of Medium, actually. Right. The first time I saw her, and uh, it was only, like, a, a bit part, essentially. And she just did this one scene in the hospital where she had to pretend to be okay with everything, and then you see she's actually not okay, and mm-hmm. she starts trashing the room. And, like, I just bought it straight away. She's she's really good. So I was, yeah. I was, when I saw her, I was like, great, you picked a good
1: one here. Pretty so, much yeah, everybody in the there. movie, like... In, yeah, well, it, was, lead it was a great cast. Yeah, it, it was a, a great really good cast. cast. There's only one, except
0: for you know the dad who I just ugh. even he was oh. fine. I thought he was a good ugh. actor. No, it's,
1: it's fine. No, nah. yeah. It w- maybe this movie would be doing better if they had more A-listers in it. But then I, just, I don't this, think this that's is the... necessarily true. But this is the thing: is that they seem to have cast people who are right for the role, and nobody mm. in it is struggling with the concept of Godzilla. They're just like Godzilla is a thing, yeah, and it's real, and we're dealing with it. And that they really sold it. I thought that was really really good. Whereas you could have just got like a big name actor who was just like here for a paycheck and probably Mm. would have got more butts on seats, but the movie might not have been as good. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think the cast was like solid. Yeah. Really good. Definitely. I didn't like Charles dance that much.
0: It was a bit, a bit hammy. It's
1: not his fault though. It's that this is a script problem. Yeah. Like, like I say, you say,
0: he was doing everything he was told to do. Yeah,
1: as a cast, like the cast is still good. The reason that Charles Dance character—it was a Al- bit of Metal
0: Gear, wasn't it?
1: Well, I I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know Metal Gear well enough to say. The problem with him is that he's supposed to be this very menacing villain, but when he's off screen, he basically doesn't exist. No. For the audience, all the it other felt characters... like Vera
0: Farmiga was still the head honcho for this thing. Basically, and yeah, he didn't. Yeah, not threatening at all.
1: It's like when you have a character like um, you know. Darth Vader, or like Thanos, or even T Rex in Jurassic Park, mm. when they're not on screen, they're You're just, still waiting for them to yeah, appear. They're and equally like... intimidating all the time. Yeah, but this is just isn't that movie. But they've given Charles Dance this kind of character in the Alan Jonah role. Mm. But literally, as soon as he steps out of the room, he he just evaporates from existence. Yeah. And that's proven in the fact that Millie Bobby Brown can just escape this facility with, with no, the device with no problems No one's keeping an eye on this device. <laughs> it's just like, like the
0: kind of. Key to the everything thing. they're trying to do. You think they would chain she, it down? She walked out of there. Yeah. Well, presumably there were other people in the room where there's she did it. There's not a
1: single guard from <laughs> from the room where the thing is to the door to leave all the way to the stadium. There's nobody to stop her. It. And it's just like, I haven't got a problem with Charles Dance as an actor, but that character didn't work. No. No. Yeah.
0: So uh, I got chills when uh, Godzilla was reborn after the nuclear explosion in the sea. Talk me through it. So Sarah Zauer puts the bomb there. Mm-hmm. So CMA, <laughs> there's the big explosion, which I'm presuming uh, everyone who was in that sub now has radiation poisoning because they they were caught in the blast. We're kind but... of have like a
1: radiation like field on the sub and be like we're fine in here. Maybe don't they have like linings for that? Oh,
0: let's hope so because they're, they're fucked otherwise. To be fair, um,
1: with the way Godzilla behaves with his nuclear powers in the end of the movie, Let everyone would be like this whole sterile. Yeah, it's like two Chernobyl times a thousand in yeah, Boston definitely. now. So no. But yeah, Maybe well.
0: they just stopped caring. They're like, well, going to die of radiation just poisoning. Big of problems. <laughs> but when you first hear the music, pulsing right. when he comes back, mm-hmm. like, that was another moment where I got chills. Right. They've done the score so well for this. You know, you normally hear it. It's like, oh, here we go. Godzilla's coming back. Nice. But there's something about this particular arrangement. I don't know exactly how they did it, but it sounded just fantastic. And they're kind of, I don't know, rearranged it completely adding in the like gojira um vocal parts with it as right, well Right, with chanting. yeah hmm. the sound in general i thought felt was great i took issue with 2014 with some of the sound design for that because i remember when we went to go see it there was points where um i can't remember the character's name he was on this railway bridge and the one of the mutos. was it's like brody
1: mm, maybe if people care yeah <laughs> isn't it alan scott taylor he plays him I don't know. I don't know. Aaron Scott Taylor. Anyway, that dude. He's people. on this railway bridge. Yeah, the main and, character.
0: Um, you see this Muto kind of moving around. And I think this is the whole thing with like practical effects. I think they kind of tried to do this with sound as well. Right. So they had like chairs creaking and stuff like that and manipulated the sound to make it sound like something big moving through the woods. And when I was in the cinema, I was like, that just sounds like a chair creaking. Mm. And I was like, I see what you're trying to do. But I, for me, it didn't work. And I don't think, as far as I know, they didn't do anything kind of practical like that with the sound design with this movie. I think it's probably a lot of it's very digital sounding, like they kind of charging the atomic breath and stuff like that. So they, I think they absolutely nailed it in this one.
1: It's probably worth pointing out that in terms of film and film studies, Ben's area of interest is sound. Yes. And my area (laughs) of interest is editing. Yeah. So you're going to hear a lot of comments about that if this podcast runs a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I would call this movie like Godzilla King of the Sound Design because yeah, it's, it's literally the best sound design I've heard for years in any movie.
0: The Raw 2014 got it better in my opinion. Mm. They were saying that, that was, I read something online. Uh, Doherty was saying, yeah, they did really great with the, with the Raw originally, but I pushed them harder to make it. Better, do more be bombastic. That much better. Uh, well, it wasn't. Sorry, it was. It was better in 2014 because when you first hear that big roar, when he uh, pans around and looks at the camera, that roar was, for me, the best Godzilla roar right. since ever.
1: So, did you like the reference to the oxygen bomb from the original movie?
0: I did, and it could set things up for the future mm. because of, I mean. You've not seen? Do you? How much do you remember of Godzilla vs. Destroyer?
1: The Godzilla vs. Destroyer, I don't remember much about it.
0: Okay, because the oxygen bomb came up again in Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Okay, and that's how Destroyer came to be. Right, oh, it's like a created that. thing. Yeah, right. so it awakened these pre pre was it pre Cambrian pre cram? I can't remember what it was. Prehistoric. Prehistoric. <laughs> these prehistoric crabs uh, eventually came to be Destroyer. Right. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's where they're going with this potentially in the future." Mm. And it gave credence to the idea that uh, Ghidorah was an alien. Fine. Well, if he lives in space, he ain't gonna need oxygen. So, right. like, yes, you know, like, to it's not gonna it. not gonna do anything to him. So, for me, I was like, that makes perfect sense. What a great way to reference the original movie, mm. set up future ones with possibly destroyer, and uh, pave way for why Ghidorah is surviving this thing.
1: Okay. That, that's that's an angle I hadn't thought about. The way okay. Ghidorah survives it, that didn't bother me. But I didn't really think about the whole space thing. It's mm. still a bit foggy about that in the movie. Because they, they say... I Godura... think they want it to
0: be a bit like The Thing. You know, there's this yeah. thing, it's frozen in ice. It's like, where did it come from? Well, they... Why is it there? It's like, well, it must have crash landed from space, right? Mm. It happened in The Thing.
1: They did more than <laughs> I expected them to. Yeah. Um, well, they're not saying it crash-landed from space and landed in the ice, are they? It's well, isn't it implied? Fought, but it's been fighting Godzilla for eons at some point in time. Yeah, but he, so could, ha- he
0: could leave and come back.
1: Well, I, I, they, yeah, okay. Which, Whatever. you know,
0: I'm sure has happened plenty of times yeah. over the last...
1: Either way, my point with the oxygen bomb <laughs> is that this is the core of the first Godzilla movie, the original mm. movie. Um, And I didn't really feel like it was paid that much respect because... In the first movie, the whole point of the story is that It's all about that, isn't it? it? And And the
0: devastation it's gonna have. Yeah. What with the being in the wake of the nuclear bomb and stuff like that.
1: The whole the depth of the first film is that you have a weapon that should not exist. And they use it to get rid of Godzilla, but you know, that the discussion that comes from that allegorical applicable thing is important in the movie. That's what the film's about. So to just use it as a very quick (laughs) like
0: (laughs) It was like, Oh by the way, we've got this thing. Like oh no, don't use that. Oh, we've already sent it.
1: Yeah. It's oh, like, okay. But the point is, is, that, you know, not necessarily that they should, but they could have done more with it. Like that, sh- that, that weapon deserves more discussion. And to play it down in this movie, which I really think I did play it down, kind mm. of diminishes the f- the first movie. When, they're, although mm. they're trying to pay homage to the first movie, I maybe think that's that actually...
0: all it was, and they didn't want people to think much beyond that.
1: Yeah, I think it's it, it's I don't it's know. underthought though because. I think to reference it so strongly in such a flippant way, I thought, Mm. was kind of like, nothing comes of it anyway. Ghidorah survives their oxygen blast. Godzilla survives the oxygen blast. I mean, Mm. so... Nearly killed him. They could have had some other way. Like, Ghidorah could have damaged him to the point of, like, no return until they got the nuke on him. Mm. So I just feel like they kind of cheapened... What is effectively a very important element mm. of that first Godzilla movie, and that's indicative of what I still firmly believe is a misunderstanding of how to portray Godzilla by American filmmakers.
0: I'd say they've come the closest they have. Like, yeah, that's you, a fair. To have Godzilla so like be so sympathetic towards him, mm. like I think this is the best they've done in the American movies.
1: It's funny to be sympathetic to Godzilla at all, though, and this is obviously because
0: well, like, like in. San Francisco, mm. their kid died. Right, and yet I still had sympathy towards him. Oh well, well he, you know, because yeah. it's like the you, under the understanding that he wasn't he he wasn't killing anyone. No, he's, he's actually trying an to save you. It's like yeah, he's being an animal. It's his yeah. instinct. So sorry you got in the way. That's
1: the other thing as well. Is they're all like Godzilla's here to save us, and it's like he's a creature. He's not thinking about humans. He's just acting instinctively. Uh, I
0: think he is. <laughs> it's uh, the, he this is. The disconnect.
1: It's like are they. Characters rather than animals. We like. He's, to think of them as he's
0: characters, thinking about so. the overall. He's yeah. thinking about the planet. Yeah. And humans are part he's of the planet. He's thinking about
1: who he's going to vote for in 2020. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a big deal to Godzilla. Uh, yeah, no, I, he, I did, he cares. He cares. Either way, I would have rather the oxygen bomb be left out. And if they're going to do stuff with it, then then do that as a movie. You then know.
0: they would just be remaking. Um, Maybe a movies. movie. But
1: there's other ways to come with that. There is other ways. I don't like cheap, I don't like cheap references and that to me felt like a really kind of like oh we'll, we'll do it the oxygen bomb and yeah. I was like nah because it's really got some pathos in that first movie mm. and yeah just that it's a little bit, maybe I'm just being too like, you know, virtual signalling here, but if you're going to kind of cheapen the Japanese aspects of Godzilla I don't like that so much do an American version, do a Western version but when you get right down to it, if he's an allegory for nuclear war that's It's it's contentious to see Americans doing it in a way, given Mm. the history. It's all a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's
0: something they've not quite been able to do. I mean, when you watch the older ones, um, Godzilla is is like it's a really sad character. Mm. It's really sad when he appears. It's not because he wants to be there and do these things. So, like in the Return, he's like he's pissed off and he's smashing things he's like he's suffering yeah and it's like uh, we have to deal with this problem we've created yeah and they kind of have to basically kill him they well they send him back to like in a a volcano back to the monster island yes (laughs) well yeah they send him back to the center of the earth and it's this horrible scene where he's basically just like suffering in lava they're sent him back and it's like you know he's going to come back again Mm -hmm. and it's this kind of recurrent problem they have to deal with this kind of Guilt. Yeah, and it's all and applicable it is... to the nukes,
1: kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and
0: that's where it's all kind of come from. So, yeah, the Western ones, they don't quite capture that. It's never never that sad. Well, I think they deliberately... Like You feel sympathetic, but mm. never to the point where it's like, oh my god, this is actually sort of heart wrenching, because I think that's what the Japanese ones can manage to convey.
1: At least the early ones do, yeah. Yeah,
0: like so well. As some of the later ones. So, the Return of Godzilla, I think I felt it most. That was 84, 85. Right. And that was like, that was quite a heavy scene at the end. Um, And yeah, Western ones just haven't quite been able to do that. You just kind of go like, you're the good guy. I do sympathise with you, but not to the extent they do in the Japanese movie. Mm. And I think, like you say, this uh, inherent
1: in the fact that they kind a Western audience can't already... tackle it because, of yeah, the it's, it's a, yeah, it's a Japanese thing. For an American so. movie maker to be like, "This is our allegory for nuclear yeah, war," we get like, it, guys. Actually... Don't worry, we got you. <laughs> it's kind of like maybe don't do that. Yeah, but hey, we'll see how it how they do it in the future. Because I guess there's no, they, you can't get away from the fact that Godzilla is like a nuke, effectively. So it's always going to be present in the films. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was this kind of ancient mythology stuff that they're starting to swing about, yeah. which I was thought I thought was probably the most positive part of the movie. Mm. Um, this idea that ancient civilizations have been structured around Godzilla, that needs more kind of yeah more investigation on that, more kind of developing
0: because they started with this Hollow Earth theory right in Kong. Okay, they only kind of mentioned it there, and that's where monsters might be hiding. Right, but now it's developed a bit further. It's like it's You know, this is much bigger than we expected. And this is kind of like the first taste into what's there. Mm -hmm. Whether they explore it. A bit further in the future or not? I don't know.
1: I really think they but
0: should. I I would hope so because yeah. that was cool.
1: Yeah. I I loved that. I
0: was like, what's happening down here? Is this Atlantis? What's w- What's going on here?
1: It was a shame to even see the Godzilla like temple be destroyed by the nuke, which like I
0: know that's what I thought as well. I was like, oh, that's gone.
1: But they can always do like flashbacks <laughs> and stuff, like thousands of years with a flashback. I would I would
0: assume there are other places in this yeah. Hollow Earth that uh, <laughs> are similar. So like they've blown up one, there'll probably be another somewhere yeah. else. It
1: was just so. a really fun like robust way to develop the Godzilla mythology. So I mm. hope they do revisit it. I thought it was it was smart.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: The one other thing I really really liked in the movie, but didn't really come to fruition, was the Doctor Emma Russell like dooming of the human race. She's a dick. Well, yeah.
0: Just like a, her ex husband. Well, we'll stay fucking, away from. They deserved each say. other.
1: We're going to talk about the good <laughs> doctor. This idea that she thinks she's doing the right thing. But actually she's screwed everyone over
0: Well she, I don't think she Well she did by waking up Ghidorah But he took it further than she was expecting it to go
1: But Ghidorah took it further? Yeah I really liked that whole idea Like this Doctor is mad She thinks we need kaiju's everywhere And even if she's right She's just going about it in the wrong way And when at the end of the movie she basically like Sacrifices herself You know, it felt like you're, You're using the right components here The idea is good but it's not being executed very well. And I've I've seen this in other things. I'm reading the book at the moment. Some people might be aware of it, The Three-Body Problem. It's a Chinese science fiction trilogy. And there's a character in this book who I don't want to spoil, but she effectively does a very similar thing where she dooms the human race to to live a certain way. And it's got, there's loads of emotion there. It's a very complex thing to do. Like what drives a person to do this or this, this act of such magnitude um you know that, that could the 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 repercussions of it will span thousands of generations you know if they exist at all you know it's it's a very weighty emotional thing to do and i just don't feel like they utilized it it's, it's such a rich idea mm. for her to be like we're gonna let these monsters out because they deserve to live here mm. and it was just like what, it was just a one-and-done idea. And when think, she died at the end, I was just like, yeah, her death it, should mean a lot more. It, it should, but it was
0: ju- it was just a plot point to get all the yeah, there.
1: but they've got such a good idea, and yeah, they've wasted it. Yeah, a shame. That, a shame. Like, that's, that, that character should have been developed over a movie or two, and her doing that would have felt more earned. And if she wants to come around and sacrifice herself, it'd be nice to have that bittersweet feeling you were talking about with, with Godzilla, where you like the character, but you don't like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like they were so close that that's a, such a rich concept, and mm. it was just kind of thrown away. Mm. And that's what makes this movie good, but they're not good at the same time. Yeah. Just like the way I was saying at the start, where they've got the action, but they also don't have the action.
0: Because they maybe like... they wanted to go further with it. I don't know. Maybe it got cut We don't know what decision Because there's so made. much going on. You know, there's like some stuff has to get culled, and maybe that would be too heavy for a summer blockbuster.
1: Well, we know with all movies that. There are are directors and writers and producers and studio executives all trying to have their way. I mean, you're saying it might be too heavy. Last year we had a film where literally 50% of all life was destroyed in Infinity War. So it's like heavy stuff. eh. Mm. I just think if you're going to do the idea, do it well or don't do it. Mm. So heavy, not heavy, you know, make your choices wisely. It was a great idea. I just don't think they executed it properly. And it's a shame Mm. because it's something that I've seen done other places and better, and I would have liked that to be part of the Godzilla it worked so well; it mm. fit like just right, yeah, and was squandered. So, it's a shame.
0: Yeah, that is a shame actually. Mm. Yeah, you know, I hadn't actually considered that.
1: Well, no point because it's thanks not gonna, for ruining it. A, you know what? My
0: opinion's just been going down since we started talking about this. No, <laughs> uh, I still like it. I still think it's it's a solid movie.
1: I think if I watch this movie again, like when it comes out on streaming or Blu Ray, and I watch it again, I think I'll enjoy it more because it might even be suited better to a smaller screen in a way.
0: Uh, I can tell you no. Oh, wait, <laughs> a smaller cinema screen, no. I meant the stuff but on a TV, TV yeah. yes. I now, think this is where I, I had problems on. on the second viewing. The right. human drama got more irritating for me. So, like, you weren't that bothered. But for me, I was like, oh. Because well, you know it's going to drag. It was such a drag the yeah. second time around. But the monster fights, because I knew what little we were getting in some You enjoyed cases, it more. I enjoyed it more. Fair enough. So seeing, seeing it again, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. I think I will enjoy it more because my expectations will be accurate. Mm. I know the bad points. I know the good points, and mm. I'll just enjoy it more for what it is.
0: Okay, and I didn't notice all the countdowns the first time around. Well, the second you know, time, I was like, "Oh, hey,
1: crap!" It's like um, there's there's three times in the movie where Ghidorah is about to annihilate someone or something, and then
0: he gets cucked by Godzilla. Yeah, every blast. single time. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> this is the movie you've got. It's not perfect. It's not even close to great, but it's good. It's good. I just hope that good enough doesn't become the standard for Godzilla.
0: Thinking about another thing that was kind of squandered was um, Dr. Chen and her twin sister, oh, here we go. Dr. Yes, Ling. Now, know about this. yeah, so, so the first time I watched it, I didn't even notice Dr. Ling. Like, I, I don't know. Do I you must think have, they were the same character? I, yeah, yeah. I, I must have looked at my drink, looked back, and gone, because they're darting around all over the world in 10 minutes. Hmm. I was like, oh, she's there now. Let's, okay, let's break this down like, a bit more. In case okay, so we've got, we've got Dr. Chen who is with Monarch. She's a as Japanese a, scientist. No, she's Chinese. Is she Chinese? Yeah, Chen's a Chinese name.
1: Fair enough. It, but isn't, well, because well, it's because of the...
0: Mothra, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. we're going to get okay, into Okay. Anyway, you got Dr. Chen, who has been... Her family for generations have been studying kaiju They've been as part of, part of monarch, monarch. So she years. is she's, she's a Monarch girl, through and through. And uh, she knows everything about Mothra and all these kinds of things. Then we have a scene... Which we revisit a few times, where uh, Mothra is cocooned in a waterfall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In Central America. In Central America.
0: Now, because Dr. Chen is darting around all over the world, when we then cut to what was her sister, Dr. Ling. A different character. Yeah, a different character. Same actress.
1: You think it's the same person. I thought it was the same person. Because
0: there was the only indication that it was her sister. Was the name. Was the name, Mm. which I didn't catch the first time around. I like like the, sa- names of
1: the, the, the names of these characters are just so unimportant, yeah, like, absolutely.
0: And like, when on the second viewing, I thought, oh, yeah, her hair's longer, hmm. like, she has Dr. Chen has short hair, Dr. Ling has long hair. Well, so, this is the whole Mothra twin sister mysticism thing because well, the there's sho- that point sho- where Jin. Mothra comes back, and then you got Dr. Chen looking all kind of uh, yeah. ethereal, and it's like, right, yeah, there's yeah. that connection. Now, on the first viewing, I was like, oh, she must be like the Mothra girl. Maybe her sister is also one. Like, that was in my head. But I didn't realise we we saw the sister. We saw yeah. her at Mothra's cocooning the site. The fact
1: that they're supposed to be, like, the shobu twins twins yeah. does not come across at all. Um, which is a shame. Shobu- well, it, it does. What? But you miss it. <laughs> okay. now, this is
0: another squandered thing. Like, I would have loved to have seen... It. All it needed was another five minutes on that.
1: Well, we need to... Just a
0: little bit more. I would have been like, cool, that's Here's, what you, the here's what you do. Like, you... You, no, no. The fact is, they don't even need to do any of the mysticism. Hmm. Just set up that character. We had no setup for Doctor Ling. We just see the same actress again, and we're like, "Oh, it's Doctor Chen."
1: Effectively, it's an editing and... problem. Oh, absolutely. If these scenes took place, if if her looking at her family photos or whatever was in different order, it might work better. But what you need to do to sell this is very simple. These are identical twin sisters, right? Have one of them phone up the other one, and then when she's talking to somebody who looks exactly like her. There isn't an audience in the world who wouldn't instantly know this is her twin. It was
0: the thing is, yeah, it's an editing problem because it was meant to be a surprise. So when she pulls back her hood, yeah. and you see it's a, a twin, you assume a twin sister. It's, it's a surprise like, for like
1: one like, percent of Godzilla fans who are going to remember this thing. Yeah, like it, it's too subtle. It's way too subtle. Because, but it's
0: good that it was in there. It, like, it, I, it I was, is. I was delighted. I was like, I didn't think they they would go this route, That's but exactly. they did. So I was like, great, you did it. Not quite. Yeah. The way we wanted it. It's just a Which great idea. It kind of idea. basically sums up
1: the whole thing, the whole yeah. movie. They've got a great fight scene, squandered it with bad editing. They've got a great character with Vera Farmiga, threw it away with, with silly like family-friendly plot devices. They've got the Shohagen twins in there, nobody noticed. Like, yeah, ugh. it's just so close to like being a much much better movie. And mm-hmm. 2014 was the same. 2014 was so close to being. I think the it's best all about Godzilla the
0: tease. Movie. It's all about the tease. What are you talking about? With Godzilla movies. What's tease? It's the the teasing. The tease. The tease. <laughs> <What are you laughs> Not teased. as in like tea sipping tea. That's what I no, no. The tea the teasing. Why? Mm. Like, I think that's where. Because like, I get more excited when I think I'm being teased. Maybe. Because I was like, oh, I don't know.
1: No, I don't want to be teased. I do not to the extent that like, I want it to pay off. You want to pay off exactly. That's the thing,
0: right? We've yeah, yacked on long enough about that. So, the sequel.
1: post credit scene, is it?
0: Well, we'll get onto that. How many people we'll stayed, stayed for
1: it would be my yeah, because the there I'd was like something on the end. Yeah, um, even even the MCU is not, light on these these days.
0: Um, so not that, but right. I'm thinking. I mean, you've seen Kong Skull Island, haven't you? Yeah, just the one time. Like he's a big boy. He's big. He, and... he ain't as big as Godzilla. I know they said he's still growing in Kong. Yeah. But come on, how
1: the how is Kong how is Kong going to be able to
0: fight Godzilla? It's really? Been Thirty
1: years. So he's got bigger. That's as it's as yeah, so simple as that. They were
0: saying like they're going to have him more kind of like a middle aged Kong. That was the idea.
1: He's he's going to be bigger. He's just going to be bigger. <laughs> there's, there's, just, no, there's no complexity to this. No, I know he's
0: going to be bigger, <laughs> yeah. but I can't see him winning. I just cannot see oh, it happening. well. Because like when well, they said like they're going to have a definite winner at the end.
1: Um, it will be Godzilla. Right. Yeah. Like, no question. Yeah,
0: there's no question. So I'm like, he's well, bigger. we he know re-spire. the end of the movie
1: already. He's already beaten <laughs> off like a bunch of other monsters. He's he's going to win. He's <laughs> older than Godzilla. He's older than King Kong, sorry. I mean, Kong, King Kong could win. And this, he could... No, no, like What he's going to
0: do, he's going to kind of beat him halfway through the movie, mm. and then Godzilla's going to come back, and he's going to actually win, send him back to uh, Skull Island, and mm. then he'll be back in another 20 years for another movie.
1: If Kong wins, which is possible... It will only be so they can set up a new new Godzilla who's like younger and I've just been born, or Godzilla gets resurrected, or whatever. You know, so which is they've done in the past. We'll be predicting this closer to the time, probably. Um,
0: So the The post-credit scene. Post-credit scene. Now, I want to talk about the actual credits. Okay, go. So they had little flashes of things coming up, Mm. and you know, Mothra died. It It was sad. Yeah. She'll be back. There's there's an egg. There's a Titan egg.
1: Oh yeah.
0: That's going to be Mothra. Fine. 100%. She's coming back. Yeah. So I was like, sweet. Because when they killed her, I was like, no way can that be the last time we see Mothra. But there's
1: no way, because we've got the, the twins.
0: <laughs> exactly. So there's
1: absolutely no like, way. You... God, Mothra's going to come back. <laughs> well, I didn't absolutely. notice the twins
0: the first time around, so I was like, mm. maybe she isn't coming back.
1: Lava Mothra might feature in, in the next one, Kong vs. Godzilla, but not yeah. go full Mothra. And then she comes back properly like Yeah. I, th-
0: what was it? When I think it's um, Ghidorah, a three-headed monster. Right. Mothra is entirely in as cocoon. In the movie, the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the movie. Yeah,
1: it just gets a bit confusing, don't you think?
0: <laughs> it does a little. Um, she's cocoon form the entire movie. Right. Yeah. Man, I had blue balls at the end I of bet. that. I bet. I was like, I really? The credits s- rolled. I was like, what?
1: She takes the time sometimes. Yeah. Like, live with it. Um, yeah. There's no way she's one well and done unless no. unless this franchise tanks, um, which is a possibility.
0: Well, but yeah, because it's not done as well as uh, 2014. Hasn't done as well as And Con. Get this: the budget for the um for 2014 was like 160 million something like that 170 right. million the marketing budget for this movie was they estimate between 100 and 150 million mm. almost as much as the 2014 movie most
1: big movies spend at least 50% of the budget again on marketing now yeah
0: but that's not nearly double Yeah, and, right, like it hasn't way... done as well and like is it is it like sequel fatigue people are like I've seen Godzilla well and, um... I've
1: got an opinion on this if you want me to get into it uh
0: <laughs> Go on then. <laughs>
1: it's actually end game fatigue. This will be this, yeah. This... Now that's the
0: thing, like, cause, yeah, people are yeah, they're they're spent.
1: It won't interest everybody, but when when most people who like this sort of movie have already gone to the cinema in April and seen arguably the biggest like kind of payoff CGI mm. showdown that has ever been, um, they're probably not hungry to see another one this year. So I think that if you saw Endgame and you're a casual cinema goer and you weren't that bothered about Godzilla before, you probably didn't go again. So it's an element of CGI slash Endgame. Like, I've seen one of these this year. I don't need to see another Mm. one. Um, It won't top that, blah, blah, blah. So I I really think that Avengers Endgame has affected the concurrent box office of every movie that's come after it It worries me
0: Because I have no interest in the Marvel movies. Hmm. Um, But I'm really excited about Monsterverse as a franchise because this is the only... Franchise, I've ever really gotten into. So, and if it's going to keep failing, they're going to abandon it. And that yeah. kind of makes me worried.
1: The next one could be the last one. Potentially. But what and I'm that saying really is does that concern me because like, I'm
0: really excited about this.
1: Endgame hasn't just affected Godzilla, though. I mean, no, it's, it's everything. Yeah, you could say Det- Detective Pikachu had a small box office. It might have been larger if Endgame hadn't come out just before. Um, X Men, Dark Phoenix has just come out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's flopping immediately yeah. because people have already. Been and done it, so we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. But I do feel from this point that we're at that Kong versus Godzilla is probably going to be the last one. Honestly,
0: uh, they'd already. I think they've already planned for another one after
1: that. Well, either way, they had the post credits scene for it. Yes. And so... in the, the post credits scene, we get to see Charles dance, Alan Jonah, the Eco Warrior, <laughs> the Eco Terrorist. Sorry,
0: I kept saying Eco Warrior in my head. I was like, that's not what he <laughs> is. <laughs> I guess it's kind like, of. Because no. Well, that's a, an eco-warrior is like a good thing. It's like I'm fighting exactly for yes for a just cause in a in a in a proper way. A terrace is a bad thing. Yeah, a terrace is bad. Yeah. It's in the name.
1: <laughs> either way, either way, he is. He is. He goes off to the the the. He goes off and and he's shown. The, where the, is it again?
0: Is it in? It's like in Bolivia or Peru. Where is it?
1: I don't want to say in case I get it wrong.
0: <laughs> I can't remember. It's, I, I'm guessing maybe Central America somewhere. Yeah, as a not, guess, no. <laughs> he, go, he, go, he gets taken into this little cave. Yeah. He where... goes to see
1: the head of like King Ghidorah's last remaining head is there, right? And he's offered it as a as a sale. He gets a deal on it. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take it. Yeah. But Alan Jonah's whole thing was that he he wanted to restore. The natural order to the earth by way of Kaiju. You're
0: assuming that he's gonna take this and use it for evil deeds with the DNA from Ghidorah. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't he could be taking it to destroy it. And he's like, yes, I'll take it. I may look evil, but what I'm actually gonna do is destroy it. And there'll be no more of this.
1: What I'm saying is he wouldn't That's have. What's he going wouldn't have... <laughs> I'm calling it. He wouldn't have any interest in it. He wouldn't have any interest.
0: No, like it's... the only interest he would have is keeping it for himself so no one can use it. But he's but, not that kind of guy. No, he's not, because you can see by the little smile he has yeah, on his well, face. Well, he's an evil guy, isn't he? Yeah.
1: So the thing is, is that if he I, wants to use kaiju's, maybe he does. I but, think
0: this but, is where the Child's Dance character is so weak, because it's like, what are your actual intentions? We're told you're an eco terrorist, but pff, mm. maybe you're not. I don't know. We're, and we don't see you enough to to know this. We just know that he, like so he, he kills
1: people easily. He's just he's just he's
0: there to set up clearly. Mecha Godzilla, or at least no, me- not me- Mecha yeah, Sorry, Mecha
1: well, if this franchise continues and Mechagodzilla doesn't make an appearance, then the whole thing's been an absolute failure anyway. But like I say, I I don't know if the future's so bright for the MonsterVerse anyway. I th- I think it is. Okay. I think it,
0: it's done well enough for it to carry on. You
1: know, we'll agree to disagree until we see well, Godzilla. We'll see.
0: Because mm, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else to add? No, I think I've exhausted. I think you've my talked voice. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, thank you for listening to Monster Island Radio, and make sure to tune in for the next one. Bye! Bye.